Well, good morning. It is two minutes after 9 o'clock, 51 degrees, sunny skies. It's going to be about 78 degrees today is what they're telling us, Amanda. Nice weather. That's kind of almost perfect weather, isn't it? It is. Good morning, yeah. Terry. Good morning. We have some uh, some guests in the studio this morning. Uh, Charlie and Bill. We're going to talk to Bill first. Bill is from the Array of Hope today. Good morning, Bill. How are you? Well, good morning, Terry and Amanda. Thanks for having us on. Well, thank you. Uh, tell us a little bit about Array of Hope today. Forgot the today part. <laughs> and the exclamation point at the end because we, we're really strong on today. So, so we believe that coming alongside the struggling, vulnerable, and underserved to empower them uh, on a journey of t- to self-advocate for relief, rehabilitation, and development will transform not only the individual lives but our community also. We're committed to in giving people a hand up, not merely a handout. Our mission is to ensure high-level collaboration among service providers and initiate programming for systemic change by coordinating, connecting, and creating cooperation among service and resource providers in our community. Uh, One thing that we do is we work with local schools. We collaborate with their home-to-school liaisons in in each individual school uh, to provide goods and services to families that the liaisons identify as being able to benefit from our assistance. I like that. Thanks. Yeah. And so another thing we do is we provide fiscal sponsorship for organizations that are just getting started before they do. So we have eye-to-eye solutions that we're now uh, sponsoring. They're getting their own 501c3 application, so we're helping them with everything from the business plan to the 501c3 application. They can get donations today that are tax-deductible from their donors, and then we'll help them get up and running, and then they'll stay with us and we'll collaborate and and partner with them. Uh, Another area that we work with, we have neighbors serving under-sheltered neighbors, and they have decided they want to stay underneath our, our, our umbrella, so they're never going to get their 501c3. So we provide everything from payroll for them, uh, the services for payroll, and they help operate an, a day center, day drop-in center for undersheltered people in the Woodburn area. We work closely with the city government, the county government. Uh, we're able to get grants then as a 501c3 organization that they're not able to get to be able to operate things like that. Uh, are you are you mainly in the Woodburn area? We are in North Marion County, so we okay. serve Jervis, Woodburn, uh, as far out as Silverton and Malala, St. Paul, Donald, Hubbard. Well, you're all over there, then. Yeah. yeah, North Marion County, where the sprinkler doesn't reach for government programs and other nonprofit organizations and agencies. Wow. And how long have you been doing this for? So I worked at another nonprofit for a number of years, and I've actually been in North Marion County doing this kind of work since November of 1986. Oh, wow. So you just have a big heart for it. I do. That's my life. How did you get started? So um, <laughs> actually, I became a minister and realized that, that what the church is able to do just isn't big enough. And so out of that came a desire to to work with nonprofits and to help them and then eventually start my own because most of them have a very narrow focus. And we want to get everybody to play together and eliminate isolated silos of service. And you can't do that by just operating a singular organization. You have to be able to collaborate and cooperate. So we collaborate and cooperate with governmental agencies, other nonprofits, and other organizations throughout the community. All right. That's really cool. What's your favorite part of what you do? What just fills your cup every day? Well, you know what? On that thought, hold that thought. Because we are just about out of time here. And Amanda <laughs> loves to do this. She loves to ask a question with one second to go. So you never know. And I have um, an answer. Charlie, you need to keep it down a little bit. You've been talking a little bit too much here. All right. And we'll good. talk to you guys in about 20 minutes. Stick around. Sounds great.
sunny skies outside our studios. Terry Stall and Amanda Smith hanging out with you on this a Wednesday, Thursday. What is today? Wednesday or Thursday? Wednesday. Wednesday. Okay. I never know what day it is. And uh, we have some guests in here. Um, Bill and Charlie from Array of Hope Today. And um, Bill, we were talking with you on our last segment here. And Charlie, uh, tell me a little bit about the thrift store that's going on. Yeah, so I manage a Ray of Hope Community Thrift Store. Get a little closer to your microphone there. You got it. I manage a Ray of Hope Community Thrift Store up in Woodburn. Um, and it's a nonprofit thrift store that is one of the projects of Array of Hope today, one of the first projects. Um, we, we service the community in a powerful way. One of those is the fact that we have low prices, some of the low prices in the area. Everything is done by donations. And so thanks for having us on. Appreciate yeah. that. It's, it's um, fun to be here um, and to tell about what we do. I'm really excited about the store. We have an incredible attitude that our community has bought into it. It's their store. In fact, I hear that constantly every day when they come in. I just had to come to my store, um, and it, and it's fun. I know that some of your owners here at the station have been to the store, and yes, they love we it. Have. <laughs> so, so that's pretty exciting to me to to see faces from not only our community but around the surrounding areas that that really take a look at that. So there's a lot that we have to offer, um, all the way from household goods, all the way to furniture, um, clothing, and those items, as well as we get to minister to the community in a powerful way by the things that we get donated in. We, we give that back to the community as the needs arise. Right. But do you have a, a Mickey Mouse lamp at all? Well, not anymore, because that was sold yesterday. As uh -huh. soon as I got it, it I went out, out the door. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was a vintage... Um, you know, lamp, and it just somebody you seen didn't it even and get said, a chance to put it up on the shelf. I before. didn't. It looked very nice, and, and a grandma said that would be great for my granddaughter in go. her room, and she snagged it right away. And you know, it the was rest gone. History. Amanda, it you've was. gone through the store, haven't you? Yes, I have. I went actually. My so my husband. A few of our husbands are really big <laughs> thrift shoppers here. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because normally you think it's the women. Yeah. Um, but no, they love the thrift shopping and the stores, and it's it's you guys have a beautiful store. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. You guys pride you should pride yourself on it. Thank you. Where are you Where are you located? I'm sorry. So we're on the south end of Woodburn, right on 99E. So just about eight miles from the, the studio here. And so if people have their uh, things that they're getting rid of or donating, you guys accept those donations, and that's probably a better outlet to donate to than other places. Um, well, it's definitely we try to find a home for everything. Right. And, and we keep our costs down so that so that, that can be. So, so you can definitely, if you donate, you can definitely pride that, that it's going back into the community. Exactly. And locally right. into the community. And, and the stuff that's donated, isn't that a tax deduction to us? Absolutely. So we give a tax receipt every time you come in. Plus, not only that, you also get a coupon that allows you to come back into the store and shop. So oh, fine. Yeah, I it's love twofold. It. There you go. And, and we don't put a value on those donations. That's totally up to you because um, how things are lined. That, that's for you to put that value on what you have donated. Okay. Is there anything that you don't need any more of? Um, I'm going to say so, you know, those old entertainment centers that you get. The got in where the TV fits inside. Um, those are not, no one wants those anymore. <laughs> so, the, with the big screen TVs, you can't put them inside there. Absolutely. Anymore. So, so I, I look at those and I just start shaking my head. <laughs> <laughs> so, you can keep those at home and, and make them into a, you know, shelving unit, whatever you want to do. But those are the things that we don't need. All right, real quickly, where are you located again? So, we're on the south end of Woodburn on 99E. Okay. So, by Arctic Circle. 
Well, good morning. 55 degrees and sunny skies. It's going to be about 78 today is what they're telling us, Amanda. And tomorrow, another nice day, 80 degrees tomorrow. Crazy. Perfect weather, isn't it? It is, but we really bizarre it. for mid-October, but I'll take it. Yeah. Hey, we have in the studio with us uh, Paul from Schmeckerton Community College. And Paul's going to talk about the truck driving program. I think everybody at one point always wanted to be a truck driver. Oh, yeah. Think? Oh, yeah. My husband, That's he's determined. But Paul, don't. We've seen the way he drives. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> Not a good choice. Tell us a little bit about it. Well, um, our program, we started it uh, right before COVID, four months before COVID. <laughs> Great timing, right? <laughs> we sure hear a lot of that, don't we? We uh, do. You know? but, but you know what? We started it. We had to shut down for about a year, mm-hmm. and then we um, – a year and a half, actually. And then we picked it back up. And ever since we started again uh, here in January, um, it is we've been running full, been cooking. Because I mean, you you think about COVID, right? All these transportation and logistics issues really came to the forefront. Right. Right. So, how long does it take to become a truck driver? If I started today, how long until you give me the keys and say hit the road? Give me four weeks. Really? That's it. That's it. One hundred and sixty hours. Wow. We'll get you on the road. Okay. So yeah. what does that process look like? So if somebody's interested, how would they walk me through that process? Absolutely. So I went through this process because I didn't have my CDO when we were starting the program, right? right. So I wanted to walk the walk and figure it out. So <laughs> you go down the DMV and you have to take three exams. You have to take a general knowledge test, a combination test, and an air brakes test. Okay. Okay. In addition to that, you also have to go to the doctor and get a physical uh, really? Department, yeah, DOT physical, and they determine whether or not you're fit enough to be driving down the road. I've seen some drivers at, <laughs> at truck stops before. They're going, that guy's a truck driver. Yeah. So here's the deal. You have to, so the the doc will renew. Okay. I mean, you 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 have to go in every two years for sure. Now, say you develop a health condition like diabetes. I don't think you can be a truck driver with diabetes, can you? Well, they will. The, that's up to the doctor. Oh, okay. That's definitely up to the doctor. Now, they may renew. They may only give you a um, uh, medical card for six months. Okay. And then you have to go check back in, right? And they do these assessments on you to make sure that you're f- you're healthy enough to be on the road because you're hauling thousands and thousands of pounds. That's a big vehicle. Absolutely. Yeah. What What is... What's the most dangerous? Go ahead. Oh, so I was just going to say, okay. so after I, after I get that, those, take those three tests, right, mm-hmm. and get my medical card, DMV then issues you a, a commercial learner's permit. We call okay. it a CLP. Okay. And then from there, you now have to go take a class that has a theory. So you have to, you know, book work, right, learn about right. truck driving and rules and regulations. You have to have behind-the-wheel training, which is out on the open road. And then also, um, we call it yard work, where you're learning to back up your your 18-wheeler um, in It's the amazing yard. to watch some of these guys back up into a little spot that they have to back into. I mean, good Lord. So, I have a hard time going forward, yeah. let alone. In my, <laughs> on my channels now, since I've started <laughs> um, overseeing the CDL program, you know, a lot of things start showing up on your channel, your feeds, right? And many of them are just, some of these drivers are absolutely incredible how they can Hey, drive. we have to take a break. We're out of time. Will you stick around? I got more questions to ask you. Absolutely. I'm going to drive a truck before this day's over. You, you watch. can't even drive forward, you said. <laughs> That's enough out of you. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
highs outside our studio is going to be about 78 degrees today. Amanda Smith and yours truly, Terry Saul. We're talking with uh, Paul from Chemeketa Community College about the truck driving program. Just before we went on, uh, you told me something that threw me. I asked you how much gas costs to fill one of those things up. You said between seven and eight hundred dollars. Yep. Seriously? Seriously. Do they at least wash your windshield or anything like that? <laughs> no, that's an extra hundred bucks. <laughs> so talking about price really quick, when we were off air, yeah. you said this program normally cost five thousand dollars. Yes. And right now it's free? Right now it's free. If um, you mention Terry Saul and Amanda Smith, right? Uh, yes. Okay, okay, right. KSLM. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yes. Yeah, so uh, last spring, we applied for a contract um, with Willamette Workforce Partnerships. They're a workforce development board here in Salem area. And they awarded us a contract to uh, train 30 individuals from Marion, Polk, and Yamhill counties, um, uh, focusing on uh, what's the ma- marginalized uh, populations. Mm-hmm. And... Um, our goal is to train 30 individuals between now and June 30th. Okay. okay? And so those spots are open. Those, we have spots open. Uh, when the press release went out a couple weeks ago, it came out on a Thursday. And I think um, the fall, so and we started getting phone calls, right? Right, right. Um, the following Monday, we had 55 <laughs> uh, voicemails. Wow. wow. I felt so bad for my assistant. but. <laughs> <laughs> I, we we call them all back, and you know, so we we do have spots available left um, between now and June thirtieth for sure. What, okay. what, how do you qualify? Do you have to be a certain age, or, or what? good question? You have to be at least eighteen years old and have one year of driving under your belt. Okay, in order to get in order to be a commercial With, without driver. any violations, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you definitely want to. Sorry, so Amanda. count me out. Yeah, you're done. <laughs> So I mean, you there, on the open road, will you? Here's the thing. Some violations are, are sure, fine, sure. right? It just depends what they are. And right. we ask for your driving record and those types of things when you apply. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, it's fantastic. The only thing that a, a prospective student would need to do is gra- uh, get their commercial learner's permit. And, you know, you have to take a couple tests at DMV. I think I addressed that earlier. Yep. And then also um, um, get your... Um, you have to have your commercial learners permit before you join the class. Okay. Yeah. And so how would they go about contacting you guys to find the right program to call and go from Absolutely. there? Absolutely. Um, easiest way is, um, I'll give you a phone number, 503-584-7537. So much confidence behind <laughs> that number. Yes, I was... <laughs> I don't have my phone in front of me, but uh, but also shemekeda.edu uh, okay. forward slash truck driving. We will. Um, there's lots of information there, and we can always direct you guys if you guys uh, listeners if you can't figure out uh, which where to go or didn't catch that number, don't hesitate to call us, and we can direct you in that right direction. As well. How long has this program been going on? Uh, we started uh, right before COVID, um, 2019. And then they started back up last January, yes, right? Yes, absolutely. So yep. full steam ahead. Full steam ahead. It's a great opportunity. All right, and the best way to get a hold of you would be that phone number, which is 584-7537? Yes, sir. Okay. You come back and join us again? This is fun. I would love to. All right. (laughs) Yes, thank you so much, Paul. I appreciate you. Absolutely. Amanda, we're done. All right. Have a good day. We'll see you tomorrow. Be safe. You too.